0: You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore?
1: We are here to be your guides.
0: Your guardians.
1: This is Guardians of Lore. afternoon good evening and good night guardians welcome to guardians of lore this is episode 173 recorded june 28th 2023 the topic for this episode is the npa we're walker armor part two i am your host for this episode and my name is Orchid.
0: and i am elemist hello yo
1: i have some podcast info for you uh, we encourage feedback it can be sent to us on twitter at guardians You can tweet at me at Hey, It's Orchid. You can tweet at Elemist at I underscore am underscore Elemist. You can send us an email at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can send us a review wherever you can find the podcast. I don't know where that is anymore. You can say hi to us in our Discord at discord.gg slash lore hub. Or you can find a link in the episode description down below. You can find us on Instagram at guardians of lore or guardians of florae. If you'd like to support the podcast and help us pay Rindle to go outside and touch grass, <laughs> you can visit ko-fi.com slash guardians underscore lore. Every little bit helps, and we really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, thank you.
1: Thank you. Uh, thanks again to our subscribers, uh, Valaragna, Linkman22, Doom, Firebyard, Saladin's Croutons, and Unnamed Guardian Lesson 3. Uh, you can also find our info on the com alongside many impressive lore content creators. We're still there. Yeah, we're still there.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're we're still there.
1: Uh-huh. Yay. Um there's so much that happened this week, but also a lot that didn't. Um it was the final story beat for Season of the Deep. So elmist and i did it together it was a lot of fun uh there was a whole separate like mission that we got to do that was fun what did you think of it
0: the mission was amazing
1: the mission was so good right
0: uh so spoilers for for anybody who hasn't done it there's no
1: spoilers at this point it's been a week like (laughs) go fuck yourself like go play it it's been a week Um, (laughs) you know to expect at this point
0: Essentially, the mission is us saving Asa from being taken.
1: Which is wild. Also, like, there, you essentially kill stuff and deposit charges, and there's, like, a big hive ritual in the middle, and it's just, like, a lot of killing stuff, and it's pretty great. I love killing stuff in Destiny. I mean, like, you'd think that you would, but... It was kind of like frenetic and it was fun. It was a good time. 10 out of 10. Bah, bah. Yeah. But do again. It was a yeah. lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It wasn't hard. Like it was no. pretty easy compared to other stuff. But I'm I've been getting used to doing like deep dives with like the like Tolland tickle turned on. Oh. So. Oh. And that's hard. It is. I mean, it, it's hard whenever you take a little Because
0: then he sits there and yells at you because, you know, you're not uh-huh. fulfilling the sword logic.
1: Oh, so what he's telling you? He's telling me way different stuff.
0: I, I sit there and I go, Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. And he's like, you did not take the throne.
1: Oh, oh <laughs> my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, um, there were... Two kind of cut. there was a cut scene and then there was a conversation afterwards that we got to listen to. So Sloan was full on speaking Zivu voice lines. And that was amazing. It was. Yeah.
0: I enjoyed the part where she's like, as she's speaking, you see inside Sloan's mind and how she's like just huddled in a corner.
1: Oh, my gosh. She's like fully trapped and um, Sloan on the outside. She her eyes are taken. And so they're just like oozing like that taken filament. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's so powerful. Um, but as Zivu, she says, our dance will never end. I am war. You carry my banner cling to me like hope. What are you without me? sink into my embrace drown in the deep fight forever we've heard some of these lines before in other places yeah so like sink into my embrace we've heard before drown in the deep we've definitely heard and that's from whisper of the worm
0: and originally from
1: um Eri- yeah originally where have we heard that from
0: the nocras
1: from Nocras, yeah. It,
0: it was it was a voice line from Zol, but it was told during the mm-hmm. Nocris mission in Warmind.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And Fight Forever, that's actually referencing um, The Last Wish.
1: That's right. So we've heard three of those.
0: And it, it was at this point in the cutscene that like Sloane actually takes a throne cleaver, the, the Titan Sword, and actually puts it up against Zavala's throat. And Zavala just says, "You know, stand down, Deputy. Sometimes the battle is stepping away from the battle. We're with you all the way." And that just hit right in the feels. Like that was, oh.
1: So Sloane at the end uh, becomes untaken. Her eyes clear. She's still like taken. She still has, like, the Taken at the bottom of her, but her eyes are clear. She's no longer under Zivu rats, I guess, like... Thrall. Yeah, she's not her thrall anymore. But she says, The true path lies obscured, but she knows the way. She who hides truth in deception, the Witch Queen must rise. And uh, collectively, the two of us were just uh. like, Ugh...
0: <laughs> No, God, please. No,
1: no, no, no. Why? (laughs) Like, we both knew that it was going to have to be this season or next season. And if it was next season being like the end of next season, it would be too late before the final shape because she was going to have to come back. Yeah. So it was going to have to be this season. Like, narratively speaking, if you're going to bring Savathun back, it was going to have to be the end of the season. You couldn't do it next season. There would not be enough time. So it had to be this season, the end of this season. And
0: and the, the sad part is that, like, when we actually finished the Witch Queen campaign and Imaru just fucks off, like, we all knew, oh, she's coming back sometime. Like, it, they did the same thing with Aramis.
1: Oh, that's yeah. You don't leave Aramis frozen for two years and not use her. Right. Like, that you yeet her into the sun. Like, push, <laughs> fucking stupid. Push her over the push edge. Her off, push her off a cliff and shatter her into a billion pieces. What are you doing? Like, oh, that's right. You're saving her for a rainy day. I see what you're doing, narrative team. Fucking lazy. God damn it.
0: Yeah. But then it. it...
1: I get it. I get it. You need to use her like it would be a waste not to. It's a waste not to. You have to have the whole like enemy of your enemies, your friend or whatever, because who doesn't love a fucking redemption story? Fuck. But
0: and like I, I like what they've done with Aramis since bringing her back.
1: I have too. She's the lesbian everyone wants, but at the same time, <laughs> it's like, really.
0: I'm I'm speaking strictly from the redemption arc.
1: I like uh, like
0: she's an unwilling uh, lieutenant.
1: If uh, even that feels like wasted,
0: it it does because we haven't gotten a lot of it.
1: Aramis is not witness material. Aramis being like a witness material, excuse why would she be involved with the witness at all she was frozen
0: well and and that's why
1: yeah but that's why i don't understand why she would be involved with him at all she was frozen
0: well she had access to uh stasis which she got from the witness
1: i know but it's just like lady popsicle over here like Just because you were in, like, the frozen food section and it, like, made you kind of emo does not mean that, like, you suddenly get to, like, do a bunch of, like, sort of evil shit. She, like, hacked a space station. Good job. Good job. Yeah. And you also failed at that. Like, you're not even good at it. Like, at least be Rolk, and like, fully embrace being evil, she's, like, warned people and been bad at it. She fully sucks at being evil.
0: And 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 that's that's what I was getting at is that she's not she's
1: bad at it. She's not
0: fully <laughs> on the Witness's side.
1: She's not on anybody's side. That's why I don't like her. Pick a side, bitch.
0: She's on the elixir side. And that's that's the problem. Ugh. Because like
1: pick a side.
0: We have the kill of kills on our side. Like
1: we already have an elixir side. They're living in our city. Just live with us.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: We've already got them. We already have the elixney. We don't need you. Go work at Safeway.
0: <laughs> but the problem is that she's not going to abandon the the elixney who are fighting under the witness.
1: Oh my god. Oh my god. what about the ones that are like house devils that are still out there with like that one strike.
0: Jesus. That one strike is no longer canon. <laughs>
1: Oh my god, they're still out there in the Plaguelands doing Plagueland shit. <laughs> Destiny's such a mess! <laughs> what is even happening anymore? <laughs> it's been nine years of nightmares! <laughs> I give up. I want to throw something. Anyway, Zavala, St. 14, and Saladin had a pretty angry conversation about Sabathun in the end. And they're like, "Sabathun can't be revived. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> okay. Sal-
0: Saladin's like, you can't be serious. You cannot you revive her.
1: You can't revive her. And St. 14's like, oh, just wait until Osiris finds out. And I'm like, i <laughs> Of course, like, just wait until you tell your boyfriend, (laughs) like
0: husband. But yeah,
1: yeah. Bird husband is going to be very angry at you. (laughs) He probably already knows.
0: (laughs) The, The thing is, I love Saints reaction in this conversation, though.
1: I thought he was going to, like, if there were tables around, he would have thrown all of them.
0: Oh, absolutely! fucking <laughs>
1: Every table in the universe would have been upended at this point.
0: Absolutely. Like, Saint's whole, whole deal in that conversation was just like, we can't do this. But if you're dead set on it, I'm going to make sure that if she steps out of line, even a little, I will end her.
1: No, you won. That's hilarious. That's so funny. Why do you think you could do that? Yeah. Who do you think you are, Saint-14? That's hilarious. Do you know who had to save you? We did. Right. What makes you think you're going to say, like, get rid of her? On what planet?
0: Right? Like, it'll probably end up just being him fighting the underlings and then us fighting her.
1: It's not you. It's us. We're going to be the ones that have to do it. Not you. I'm sorry. Be- it's going to have to be <laughs> us. You're not the one that's going to be doing Jack and or shit. It's going to have to be me. Not you.
0: Because if something bad goes down, just throw the Guardian at it. They'll be all right.
1: <sighs> it's going to have to be me again. So. Cool. 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 Neat. I know a lot of people, like, really liked the end. I did not.
0: I, I didn't either.
1: It was really obvious where it was going. Why is it Savathun again?
0: Even more than... I mean, yeah. You, you, you got me there. Um, but even more than that, like, this is literally just Aramis all over again.
1: This is Witch Queen 2. Electric Boogaloo.
0: It's, it's a mix of Season of Plunder and Witch Queen
1: Oh, my God, don't tell me that. I hate that.
0: <laughs> Am I wrong?
1: No. Uh, no, you're not wrong. Honestly, do you know what it could be? Is that we just read a lot of lore and that's what it is.
0: That and, and you and I think in terms of story, like we don't go in to just enjoy it for the moment like we go in trying to think of like oh this happened this could lead to this
1: yeah it's kind of our job it is that's like the point of this podcast is to like read it for the story that's like the entirety of like why we do but it
0: there therein lies the problem for us is that yeah, you know we we look at it from like okay so here's possibilities based on what we've seen previously and what we know uh, in universe. Yeah. So like,
1: man,
0: it's, it's an issue for us, but for the average person and, and probably for some of our listeners, like it it's not a big problem and they enjoyed it because, Oh, it it's a twist.
1: If you enjoyed it, I'm happy for you this anything we've said is not against you or your enjoyment and i hope this doesn't take away from it
0: exactly enjoy the things you like enjoying if you enjoyed the story good on you
1: i mean there are really good points to it um i know that the voice lines that zavala recorded were his last voice lines in these cutscenes,
0: specifically the uh the radio messages
1: Hmm. These were these were Lance Reddick's uh, last voice lines in the game,
0: and and the radio messages were literally him just talking to Sloane and mm-hmm. letting his guard down a little bit.
1: Yeah, and it was like really classic him, and he'll be missed. Ah, oh,
0: fuck! I'm all right.
1: <laughs> it was really good. I mean, all like all over, this felt very much like a filler season. It was just a season to get us to the point of getting Savathun back. That's very much what it was. When
0: you stop and look at the two highlights of this season, it was the revelation that we have to revive Savathun and the Witnesses' origins.
1: Yeah, and but the Witnesses' origins, I don't think, were supposed to be in this season.
0: I I, I personally I agree. I still
1: don't think they were supposed to be in this season. I
0: personally agree, I, but looking at fact as it is now. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, Witnesses' origins and Sabathun.
0: And when you stop and look at like the actual seasonal activity, and the whole point of that is to get egregore so that we can strengthen... Sloane's connection with Asa so she can tell the Witnesses origins and tell us go revive Savathun yeah like I, I agree it it kind of feels like a filler season with two major plot points
1: well I mean it I think it was so she could tell us how to open the gate right or open the travesty originally uh sort of and the way to the the way through the traversi is through Savathun yeah so I mean that's what the ending was yep yeah Savathun is cock blocking the traversi
0: god I hate that
1: you're welcome I hate
0: everything (laughs) about that sentence (laughs) Uh, 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 everything about that uh. sentence
1: <laughs> oh uh, you're welcome
0: So all of that being said, mm-hmm. what have you thought about the season? In general, yeah.
1: I like fishing.
0: and like, I'm enjoying the fishing. I'm enjoying the salvages.
1: Salvages are fun.
0: The deep dives are all right.
1: Um, I really like deep dives. Deep dives are super fun. I like doing salvages on legendary. With a bunch of friends.
0: or am I getting the two mixed up?
1: The salvages are a six person
0: activity. I enjoy the deep dives.
1: Deep dives are the three person activity.
0: I enjoy the deep dives. The salvages are all right.
1: The legendary salvages. If you do them with five other friends. And there's like a bunch of champions like littered throughout the whole thing. It is so much fun.
0: I have yet to do a single one.
1: It's a bunch of, like, really stupid fun because, like, it's not that much harder. Okay. It's it's not that hard. Like, you'll die, but that's because you're making stupid mistakes, kind of. There's just, like, a bunch of champions. It's fun. It's a good time. I had a lot of fun with my friends. I definitely want to do more because I think you get pinnacle. So that's possible. I was still trying to get my last pinnacle item, which I had been waiting eight weeks for, which is a stupid helmet. And I finally got it from Hawthorne. Didn't even get it from doing my pennies. I got it from Hawthorne. <laughs> Cannot believe it. So stupid. Ugh.
0: That just feels. Icky.
1: It felt so bad. I was like, ugh i had done my pennies every week i've been like really good about it and then i go to hawthorne to like pick up my stuff which i forget to do like every other week which i've been missing pennies because i forgot to pick them up from hawthorne because of course i go to hawthorne pick up a penny and it's a fucking 1810 helmet and i'm like god damn it
0: oh uh, that that just feels all kind of bad.
1: <laughs> it felt so bad and yet so good because i had yelled on Twitter like five minutes prior about how I hadn't gotten a pinnacle helmet
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then I got it and I'm like yes so finally a pinnacle cap I'm so happy
0: just in time feels for good. it to possibly go up
1: yeah I know feels good man feels good D-
0: does it really
1: no <laughs> Yes. I don't know. I want to do the GM this week, which is the Moon PsyOps, which is the hardest GM this season because it's the Braytech Osprey. Okay. And oh, my God, the moon is so hard. It is dumb. It's so hard.
0: I mean, it's made of cheese.
1: (laughs) It's made of cheese it's haunted (laughs) (laughs) it feels very bad (laughs) you can die so easily in that Savathun's wipe mechanic from like all the lightning like tickle fingers Mm -hmm. like will wipe your team (laughs) so (laughs) just don't get hit by lightning easy (laughs) not easy
0: I take it that it's got arc burn
1: uh Arc and Void, yeah.
0: That makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, anyway.
1: It's one of those, like, you know, two-hour <laughs> GMs.
0: The first hour is you <laughs> figuring things out. The second hour is, like...
1: Pray you don't die in that room where you have to put in all the moats.
0: <laughs> fuck.
1: Yeah, the, suddenly those... Uh, light bearing hive or whatever they are with the supers can suddenly like absolutely destroy you
0: all of a sudden they're just like oh hey guess what super
1: yeah all of a sudden like those like hunter hives with their blade barrage can like map you from across the room not even kidding yeah they will destroy you it's very scary. Anyway, did you like the story from the season? Are you? Did you like the season?
0: Activity wise, mm-hmm. the season was amazing.
1: Story wise, not so much.
0: Story wise, it, it's a bit lacking.
1: Mm. Did you like fishing?
0: I enjoyed the deep dives. I enjoy fishing. I enjoy all the the story missions.
1: Supposedly, we get our exotic whatever in a couple of weeks. Exotic question mark weapon.
0: That's if I happen to remember to do it.
1: I think it's from fishing. I think you have to keep fishing every week to get the exotic fish.
0: Okay. I do know that there is an emblem tied to getting each of the the uh, exotic fishes. And there's four of them.
1: I know that there is an exotic weapon this season that hasn't come out yet. And I know what the weapon is. But I don't know when it comes out. Just that it's coming out soon. Question mark.
0: I mean, knowing that is better than uh, anything I had, so.
1: Eh. <laughs> it's a secret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Lore Network ad?
0: Lore Network ad.
1: The Lore Network. <laughs>
0: Attention all Australian Guardians in the Brisbane area. There is a Ghost Destiny Community Meetup happening in Brisbane on the 8th of July at 6 p.m. They'll be meeting at Stone and Wood Brewery, which is at 99 Bridge Street in Fortitude Valley. There will be food, there will be drinks and a quiz night provided by none other than us, Guardians of Lore. For more information, please DM at Ghost DC underscore on twitter get chatting get quizzing and most importantly have fun out there guardians
1: brief intro into the topic this is the lore for the season 21 armor from season of the deep which you can earn by playing the seasonal content and by decoding deep engrams Uh, For the first part of this topic, go back and listen to episode 172. If you're starting on this episode, what are you doing? Go back to that one. So deep. It came before this one. Oh, so deep. That is so (laughs) So deep. deep. So deep. So deep. Go decode an engram about it. (laughs) Almas, do you want to read the first one? Yeah. Nice.
0: And this is the NPA Weirwalker Robes, Jacket, and Plate. Day 92. Take and Live. Sloane deftly maneuvered across the open ocean floor. Together with her ghost, she'd chased the pyramid's signals across Titan, but arrived too late at each coordinate site. They'd encountered nothing more than further wounds in the fabric of reality slivered glimpses into moments held in Titan's memory. Occasionally, discarded shrieker cores littered a sight, evidence of a ritual gone cold, but not so cold that Khan couldn't detect figments of resonant residue that drove her scanners haywire. More than once, Sloane had found a clutch of disoriented fallen scattered around these wounds some in a stupor, most driven violently mad. Shia Khan said their brain patterns were fractured, synapses burnt into conflicting, circuited loops, as if their collection of experiences had been dissected and left disparate and apart. But Sloan felt drawn across the barren seafloor to each new site shrouded in sunless shadow. Something cut through that dark, guided her, as if she drafted behind a rogue wave. We're almost to the next site, Shia Khan said. Let's pick it up. The methane flowed over Sloane's armor in a slick, slipstream current that left a long tail of particulate floating in her wake, agitated by oxygen bubbles spurting from her mask. Shia Khan followed, close behind, sweeping the area with light beams that dissipated over vast, featureless depths. Resonant pyramid energy, neutrino dispersals, and some kind of quantum entangling? That's the best I can make of it, Shia Khan said, razor blades deployed. The pyramid's moving again. The sight seemed quiet on the surface. Sloan glanced over a sea cliff and tapped Shia Khan who had been leering out at the expansive of dark ocean, as if she was tracking something. You ready? The ghost turned to Sloane and hesitantly tilted her shell into a nod. They killed their lights, allowing the bioluminescent coral around them to illuminate the path down to a newly split open gorge infested with taken corruption. Sloane swapped her visor to a thermal targeting overlay and slipped over the edge of the chasm. Tendrils of taken malignance flowed from the split ground beneath her, dancing in the methane like noxious filaments. The fissure looked large enough for her to finagle her suit through safely. Sloane glanced over her shoulder and held up a hand to Shayakan. Watch my back, from a distance. Uh, no, I can fight. She bit back defiantly. Fallen, Hive, and Taken are all over the sector. Lie low on this one. If something goes wrong, it can't go wrong with you. Get me? She landed in a small cavern where a tangle of Taken threads writhed around a decrepit... Hive sigil of resilient witchcraft. Whispers spewed from the sigil, wrapped around her mind, coaxed her forward. She reached a hand toward the sigil, and methane burst around her like death charges as taken blights manifested a small detachment of soldiers. Sloane spun, her fists crackling with lightning, her fingers weaving her arc light safely through the methane around her. She charged the first of three Blights, thruster dodging incoming fire pinged by her HUD. She broke through the Blight screen, planted her feet and threw a lightning punch like a gauss cannon, atomizing the Taken and the Blight itself. Her power suit carried her fulgur fists from hostile to hostile in rising truculent battle fervor when the cavern quieted sloan turned back to the sigil and called shia down i can hear the taken through this sigil thing it's like they're broadcasting out loud not in words but their proximity like sonar can you tap into it Khan's concerned response was muffled by an intrusive thought echoing from somewhere far off, circling the sea around her and draining off into her mind. Take. Live. Sloane thought of the ocean shelves crawling with the pyramid's minions, their rituals and corruption sinking deeper into a titan's mantle by the day. Of the armies they threatened to summon, of what they searched for in the deep, she thought of the fallen who had no way to flee, shocked into madness by the reality-wounding waves that swept over Titan like a gray matter line. A terminator of experience via suspension with it. With this foreknowledge of her enemies' plans, maybe she could be a step ahead of dusk, live. Sloane stepped forward, dazed, her mind drowning in the ocean's dangers, and gripped the sigil. The rippling, taken energy immediately backfired in a blinding burst of energy. No! Shia Khan dove forward in horror as taken tendrils twisted around Sloane's armor and dragged her to the ground. Sloane! As tendrils buried themselves into her flesh, Sloane heard a new voice, clear as sirens in a storm. Warrior of the sky, you are known to me. I accept your challenge.
1: So do you want to start at the top and we'll go down from there? Sure. Before we started, you were talking about the days in all of these readings. Yes. Because she's now been 92 days underwater. The first two readings, since we didn't talk about it last time, were day zero and day three. And now we're suddenly on day 92.
0: <laughs> and and to put this into perspective for people. So day zero would have been the day before Beyond Light. When all the planets were taken from us and by all the planets i mean io mercury titan and mars
1: i thought you were just gonna say that other one
0: no like it had anna bay on it
1: Yeah, oh, anna bay yeah yeah
0: all the bay women
1: <laughs>
0: anyway um yeah so <laughs> that happened when the the planets got taken from us The second entry, which was the Gauntlets, I believe, Mm -hmm. happened four days later. Yeah. So, like, it it was three days into Beyond Light or Season of the Hunt. This one takes place on the very first day of Season of the Chosen. So
1: So that would be right when Keitel comes to challenge Zavala.
0: Exactly.
1: And, like, throw her giant like knife on the table
0: exactly
1: and they just kind of roll up on us
0: it it was when keidel let out her hammer and was like can you are you bigger than this can you handle this hammer
1: (laughs) that was when we realized we're like oh she's she's a big lady
0: and everybody was thirsty for that big woman
1: oh my god yeah i still am let's be real (laughs) But, I mean, if we keep talking about it, if we go to... If we just, like, scoot down to the other two really quickly. Yeah. Like, I know we're breaking protocol here, but we're already, like, on a roll. So, we might as well do the other two while we're doing it.
0: I mean, we might as well escalate it.
1: (laughs) You're so funny. Escalation protocol. (laughs) Uh, um, The next one that I'm going to read is day 287, which is... Technically, the day before Season of the Lost, but pretty much Season of the Lost. Right. So, still technically Season of the Splicer, but it's pretty much Season of the Lost.
0: Yeah. And then the final entry is Day 402, which Mm -hmm. was Day 3 of the Dawning that happened in Season of the Lost.
1: Just just wild.
0: So, like from the time of Beyond Light until Season of the Lost, more than a full year. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's that's a lot of time. And especially when you look at the, the time jump from the third entry to the fourth, like, that's almost 200 days. And then it's another 100 days after that. So like, or for the, for the last entry. So like it's, mm-hmm. there's whole t- points of, of time just like missing from, from these entries.
1: Yeah. You have to wonder like, were all the days the same? Like did other like big events happen or was it at that point where Sloan was like dodging day to day, like losing that time of just like scrounging for food to eat? like in doorways and just like dodging taken, dodging the hive, just like trying to find, trying to survive because she talks about it like during the season. Yeah. How the days just kind of like melt together after a while. So I wonder if this is kind of that point where all the days kind of start to melt together and she's just on survival mode at this point.
0: That's kind of what I assumed. Just cuz of cuz of the amount of time that's passed, mm-hmm. um the lack of interaction with actual, you know, people or or other beings. Because right. like at this point the only beings that she's really conversing with is Khan, and she might be just talking at Asa.
1: Like sh- Shea Khan is this wild ass little ghost that has razor blades attached to the front of her and she just wants to go fight shit like she will just come straight up on stuff and just like it's like a little tiny cat just going ah and just trying to like whack at stuff. With its little tiny paws and be like, I'm going to fight you. <laughs> like, what kind of fucking I mean, ghost are you? <laughs> like- well, well, so, like,
0: it, it depends on, on how sharp those, those blades are and how large there the is- shell is. Because, like, if it fits in the palm of your hand easily, like, I could still see that going through skulls.
1: A tiny, they're, they're like tiny little razor blades that she's like affixed to the front of like a ghost shell. Like, and if, if they could probably shave your face. And
0: if that's the case, then like, yeah, I I agree. Yeah. It's, it's more menacing in a harmless way.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Than actually like dangerous.
1: Like we'll see in the next one, like how like harmful and or harmless her ghost could be but like I don't really see like Khan as being like this really strong ghost like I see her more as like an actual companion and like that they only have each other they don't have anybody else right and we see in this reading right here Sloan glanced over her shoulder and held up a hand to uh, Khan Watch my back from a distance. Uh, no, I can fight. Fallen Hive and Taken her all over the sector. Why low on this one? If something goes wrong, it can't go wrong with you. Get me? And it's like she has to keep warning her. I think her ghost is like very aggressive because they go together. Yeah. And she has to keep telling her ghost to be like, no. You can And it was the same thing with Osiris and Sagira because they had to like they went together. Like Sagira like really complimented Osiris. Yeah. And I think Shaykhan like really compliments Sloan. Like you kind of forget sometimes like how much ghosts compliment their guardians.
0: Yeah. Like our ghost. Our ghosts. We never talk. Our ghost talks all the fucking time.
1: <laughs> our ghost is a fucking idiot. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, we must be the smartest guardians <laughs> in the universe. Because <laughs> the only thing coming out of our ghost's mouth is dumb shit. <laughs> so.
0: We are the smartest guardians <laughs> in the universe. Uh, but we have no words.
1: That's why we're so smart. <laughs> you don't know, hear us saying dumb shit. <laughs> we're ghosts.
0: Our guardian knows better.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there was something um, that I highlighted in here earlier that I wanted to point out. Um, this was where Sloan became taken. Yes. And I thought that was interesting. So at the very end, so this was when Sloan stepped forward, dazed, her mind drowning in the ocean's dangers, and gripped the sigil. The rippling Taken energy immediately backfired in a blinding burst of energy, and then the Taken tendrils twisted around Sloane's armor and dragged her to the ground. And then she could finally hear Zivu wrath
0: Like, the the way that that reads, and the kind of, like, mental image that I have, mm-hmm. is, like, in in some of those fantasy shows where, like, they use a summoning circle and, like, you see tentacles just come out of the ground
1: oh yeah and like grab you and hold you down yeah oh yeah uh-huh
0: like that's what i'm thinking but the, like they're taking tentacles and just
1: oh that's scary i don't like that i hate that thanks for that mental image Like that's just
0: that's just where my mind went like
1: things that elmas is giving me nightmares about tonight
0: <laughs> dumb ways to die
1: <laughs> oh my god seriously Thank you.
0: No problem. I'm here to help.
1: God. I hate that. (laughs) I mean, I wonder now, thinking about Osiris and Sagira, like, do you think this is similar to what they ran into? Possibly. When he died? Like something similar?
0: Are are you talking about the taken aspect or like? Yeah. I, I don't think so.
1: I mean, like, I don't even know if the Taken were there. I think it was more like a Wrathborn thing. Because, like, at
0: at that point...
1: I don't think we had any, like, Taken around.
0: We didn't have any indication that Zivu could control Taken.
1: Not yet, anyway. Right. Yeah.
0: And at, at the time of Sagira's death, Wrathborns might have been a thing, but, like, they were not public knowledge at that point. I, I don't recall Osiris coming up against a Wrathborn.
1: I think they were, because they were studying them during one of the web lores.
0: And like I'd I have to go back and, and read that web lore because like it's I wanna it's been say a while. during
1: Immolent 2 they were studying a Wrathborn. They might have been. I'd have to reread it. It's been so many years since we've read it. Anyway, but I just wonder like Ziva's been around for so long now, like in the shadows, and now she's just so loud and kind of just out there,
0: and and all this season,
1: yeah. And I mean, if we remember, even still from, I think Immolent again, was it Immolent? No, it was from. It might have been from a uh, season of the Lost or season of the Chosen. When, oh my gosh, it would, it might have been Keitel's general was taken over by Zevu and like killed everybody from that lore book, the Empress lore book. Yeah. Because that was a Zevu a Wrath destruction yes. thing, right? Uh,
0: on Tor Bottle. Yeah. And, and that happened, like we learned about it in Season of the Chosen, but it happened before beyond light
1: yeah it was like way earlier yeah it just makes me wonder like how many times evo's done this and like how many planets how many worlds yeah what's her end game
2: the final shape
1: no it's not like what's her end game i think her end game is to like just kill her sister i don't think she cares about the final shape
0: i i don't know
1: she doesn't give a shit about the final. Cause share. like
0: we, we have so little information about like her motives that it's just, she's just a random wild card that we know is going against us
1: for like seriously. What reason? Like, what did we do to her except exist?
0: I mean, to the original hive siblings, that's, that's enough of a crime.
1: I know. It's the same thing, like, with the Cabal. They existed, and they're like, well, we can't fucking have that. Gotta kill you. <laughs> Death. Like, <laughs> perish. Sorry.
0: Cabal exists. Zivu. And <laughs> I took that personally.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Humans cannot have that. <laughs> perish.
0: <laughs> and, and you were right. They actually did preview Wrathborns in Imlant 2. Okay. There's a whole section yeah. that is titled Born of Wrath.
1: Aha! I knew it. So. Anyway. Yeah, I just wonder, like, how much crossover there is between Zebu and, like, all these old things that have happened. And, like, now that we have these dates that you brought up, how much of this is... I'm not saying it's, like, recycled. Because it's not. It's no. pertinent to these old times that are being brought up now from years ago it's important date shit i want to and, know now
0: and and i'm wondering if if there is a reason that these dates were specifically brought up or if it was just random happenstance
1: oh it's probably a random happenstance but you being you and me being me like have to make it about something well because you know?
0: like for for two of them like it was the day before large 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 content drops.
1: They're probably supposed to be the day of, but you know, me being me is like, no, technically, like actually right. The, right. <laughs> the planets actually disappeared on blah, but they're probably like, well, this day zero is when Beyond Light started. That's when the planets disappeared was day zero. And I'm like, actually, the planets disappeared is when you made the menu disappear. And that was the day before when you turned the servers off. <laughs> actually. So when the
0: traveler healed itself and then
1: actually, four,
0: you know, celestial bodies for destinations just fucked off.
1: Actually. So. So. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah.
0: Do you want to continue on?
1: Yeah. I would love to. I'll read the next one. Okay. hmm So this is the NPA Wear Walker pants, strides, and leg guards. I'm just calling call them leggies. That's what they're called now, Titans. You gotta call them that from now on. Elmas, I don't want to hear you call them leg guards ever again.
0: These are literally the only thing that are actually called leg guards
1: exactly they're gonna be called leggies from now on most of
0: the time they're greaves
1: exactly that's why I'm so confused why they're called leg guards when I looked them up online to put them on here I was like why are they not called greaves <laughs> oh leg guards <laughs> okay <laughs> it's like, are they for a new class I don't know about <laughs> apparently okay day 287 a rising pressure, signaling imminent danger. There's nothing to hide behind! Sloane laughed sardonically over calm's annoyance building in her voice. She made a point of spinning in the empty, expanse of ocean, exoskeleton-encased arms out wide, before turning to her ghost. They'd been walking through desolate nothingness for days, tracking the next sight we need to keep hitting them it's been over a year of chasing pyramid waves of the blight you're getting worse shaikon's shell cut like fins through the methane and there is something out there it's been trailing us or ahead of us i know it's something old sloane's voice was flat I told you, I think it's been talking to me, or more like thinking at me. Silence hung over them for a moment before being swept away by the current. Oh, is it now? Care to share more about that? The ghost asked with restrained frustration. Whatever's out there, I think it's guiding us or trying to see if it can trust us, if we're... Compatible? Oh, that's good and vague, Shea Khan hissed. You're sure that's what it wants? Because we have a hive god chasing us. We don't have the luxury of guessing wrong. It's just a feeling. Not really my thing. But my gut tells me it's well-intentioned. Zivu Arath, on the other hand. Shea Khan dropped onto the seafloor sand. THAT'S WHAT WE'VE BEEN FOLLOWING? YOUR GUT? YOU THINK YOU CAN JUST CHARGE INTO A FIGHT AFTER FIGHT ON A FEELING AND KEEP WALKING AWAY? ISN'T THAT THE IDEA? I'M EFFECTIVELY IMMORTAL. Sloane stopped, turned, and shook her head. THE SUIT'S WEARING. RATIONS ARE... LOOK, WE NEED TO FINISH THE MISSION WHILE I'M STILL IN FIGHTING CONDITION. Titans, gone, Sloane. Shayakon rose and drifted past her. What happens if you die somewhere too dark to drag you back? Have you considered that? This coming from the gung-ho ghost taking on the whole hive army with a set of shaving razors. Sloane chuckled to herself. (laughs) Seriously, are you expecting to live through whatever this is? No, Shea Khan said meekly. I hoped you would. The firm lines of Sloane's expression crumbled for an instant. This was unlike them. She shut her visor, cleared her throat, and turned to continue marching. No more fighting. For you. That's in order. But that to you the ghost zipped forward hey don't walk away from me Sloane stopped the heavy metal around her boots sank into the silty sea floor I'm not there's nowhere to walk away to that's my point Sloane jabbed a finger at her ghost I'm not starving to death for an eternity Just to turn out like the psycho that runs Gambit. If I even make it that far. But you don't have to worry about that. Just let me be useful while I can. Then move on when it's over. Shayakon word and thought for a moment. I don't want to make it without you. We don't get to choose that. Sloan straightened her stance. If you can't take it when it hits you, you go out and hit it before it gets started. Sloan raised her visor and met Shayokan's stare. That's the best plan I have while I'm still walking. You have a better one? No. Then let's get to work.
0: So at this point they don't even know what asa is or anything. Like no. Sloane mentioned that like she thought that whatever it was was thinking at her.
1: Yeah, I would be worried too if by day 287 something was thinking at me and my stuff was wearing out.
0: My initial th- like if I were in that situation and I thought something was like trying to talk to me or or think at me i would start considering the fact that like the isolation has gotten to me and i'm starting to lose it
1: yeah i think that's kind of the point when shayakan is like oh is it now care to share more about that the ghost asked with restrained frustration It's like she she's known that something has been following them and thinking at her and she's just not said anything for God knows how long. Yeah. And her ghost is like, how have you not told me this? Like, are you serious right now? (laughs) We've been together two hundred and eighty seven days and you've said nothing.
0: Yeah, that's rough.
1: Mm hmm. It'd be really rough. Yeah. But. This is the kind of argument you would have with somebody that you've exclusively spent time with and have not had a break from. Yeah. This is very much a, I have had enough shit, like I'm done. Like this is like a tipping point kind of argument.
0: It feels it.
1: Yeah. I do like the shaving razors on the front.
0: Oh my God, yes.
1: (laughs) That's very funny. (laughs) So we were right. There are like little tiny razors like, ah, right like it's yeah. <laughs> oh, <that's> very funny
0: <laughs> like that is amazing
1: and she's just like a really she's like a tiny wet cat <laughs> that's like the best description I have of her she's like put him up I'm gonna get you <laughs> <laughs> I love her so much <laughs> she's just like the greatest little ghost oh my gosh <laughs> But I think they have a really this is there isn't like a whole lot of depth to this one, right. but it shows their relationship in a way that we really don't get in destiny.
0: And I mean, we didn't really get their relationship before. So like this is this is good.
1: It's really good. I love the relationship between a guardian and their ghost. And the only other relationship we've ever really gotten before is, like, Osiris and Sagira. again, is, like, another one that we really got that relationship between the two. Yeah. I can't really think of another that we've gotten a lot of experience between the two or, like, a lot of conversation between the two. In this lore book, we've gotten a lot of the two of them together.
0: and And that's primarily because they're the only two that they have like th- right they only have each other
1: i mean for better or for worse but i'm just trying to think of like any other book that we've gotten where we've gotten i mean ghost stories we've gotten a lot of like ghosts but not a lot of interactions between ghosts and their guardians and their yeah yeah we've gotten um officious and Icora a little bit before yeah like a little bit. And we've gotten Geppetto a little bit with Saint 14.
0: Well and and we got more of Ikora and Ophetius um with the uh Lightfall Collector's Edition. Right. Mm-hmm. Not a lot, but there is more there. Yeah. I think Yeah, like I'm I'm trying to think of, of any specifically named ghosts that we've seen more. Not much is coming to mind.
1: We've gotten like one voice line from Tarj, I think. Um, we got like a lore book between Saladin's ghost. Yes. And Saladin when he like stabbed himself with that tree, and the ghost was like, "Yeah, no, nah, I'm not healing you." Yeah. Because he's like, "I want to punish myself." That was that one with that teenage girl. That was the, the war psychopath. Lore. Yeah, that killed everybody in that village. Yep. That was a brutal book.
0: That was.
1: God, Bunchy just knows how to make them.
0: And and that is definitely a book that like the first time through you're reading it and all of a sudden it's like, wow, that just didn't a full on 180.
1: Yeah, just like out of left field. You're like, oh, okay. That's what that's what's happening. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> like that's what death is. <laughs> okay. All right. So, I mean, there's a few, but I like this. This has a lot of her and her ghost, and that's, like, pretty much what I like about it a lot. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, the whole, like, you're not telling me that the big scary thing is following us and that it's talking to you in your brain. That's, that's a big one. It is. Mm-hmm.
0: Because then it it starts bringing up the question, well, if you didn't tell me about that, what else haven't you told me about?
1: Oh, damn. I didn't think about that one. Oh, shit. What would you do, Elemis?
0: I have no clue.
1: If you were in this situation, what would you do? Would you tell your ghost right away or would you sit on it and think about it and be like, am I crazy or am I hearing voices that's actually a voice?
0: I would like to say I would be upfront about it. But knowing my mind the way it is, I would hear the voices and then I'd be like, well, that's normal. Or, you know, oh, that's that's kind of weird. And just brush it off until it started becoming more unbearable. So, like,
1: So I just assume everyone has an inner monologue all the time until I found out people don't?
0: Yeah. Apparently that's something that normal people don't.
1: I a lot of my friends do have inner monologues all the time but like a couple of them don't and all of us are like why not and they're like you're not supposed to and all of us are like I think you are supposed to why are you so weird
0: it's a neuro spicy thing
1: oh it's a neuro spicy thing I get it (laughs) (laughs) I would probably assume immediately, if it's not, like, my own voice I'm hearing, that it's, like, not supposed to be there. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, this is different and new.
0: And and then... I should tell somebody. And then you've got people like me who are just like, oh, that's a new voice I haven't heard before. Like, huh, did I think that up? Yeah, I probably thought that up.
1: Like, oh, I must be bored today. Inventing new voices. Yeah. Stop inventing. Stop inventing. <laughs> it happened. The other
0: three voices in my head don't like it.
1: <laughs> oh. oh, shit. You're creating beef. Amazing. Elm <laughs> is creating beef with his other voices. <laughs> Jesus. No, I don't have a voice uh, for him yet. oh, oh. <laughs>
0: oh brother
1: this guy stinks oh my god do you want to read the next one yeah oh, okay
0: and this is the npa we walker bond cloak and mark day 402 you wear my banner zivu arath hive god of war sloan knelt unable to stand All the weight of Titan's ocean around her was nothing compared to the pressure of Zivu'rat's will pinning her down. A horde of gnashing hive bore lipless smiles around a single taken knight. He stood tall before her, brandishing a gleaming blade that anchored an oppressive terrace of sharpened obsidian. The terrace loomed over their heads. A voice cut through the gnashing, eager-toned, like running blood. Soldier of the sky, your strength wanes, your strategy too obvious. You took without claim, and now I claim you. The sky, drawn to fall once more, pinned by night's blade. Summon your meager light. Your sky tether. You are defeated. Zivu's voice rose from her projection, booming from the black terrace with laughter like screaming fear. Your bearer needs you, ghost. Be brave. Sloane felt needles of intent thread between the gaps in her armor hook into her muscles, and slowly peel away the power suit's deep-set rivets from inset bone. A violent unraveling to a slow and painful end. Shia Khan watched the torture from rocky concealment, razors extended, waiting for an opportunity to strike. Minutes felt like hours but Sloane clung to life in a cloud of crimson-tinged mist. Delirium and agony fogged Sloane's mind, but an offer pierced through the cacophony of war. She heard it in her mind as if she had thought it herself, a broken promise. Bond. Live. She considered the offer, Shayakon rushed forward, unwilling to watch any longer, and whirled through a swarm of thrall with her blades. If she could reach Sloane, if she could just cut her free, Zivu Arath shrieked with whetted laughter. This morsel is mine to consume lances of pure onyx thrust through the sea to impale the little light. The terrace bulged and surged forward, swelling as if to burst. For a moment, Shia Khan believed Zivu Arath would burst through the Black Terrace herself, wielding a blade in corporeal hand. War's presence emanated with such strength. Instead, Our gargantuan serpent crashed through the projection and snatched the night into its cavernous jaws as it surged by, shattering the terrace's connection to the night. Eruptions of soul fire swallowed the terrace and branched through the methane as the projection imploded on itself. The serpent dove, its enormous form overtaking and dwarfing the crumbling terrace projection It twisted above them, unfurling a portion of its tail to sweep aside scores of hive with ease and sending plumes of sediment into a thick, obfuscating fog. Sloan collapsed and Shia Khan rushed to her side, cutting through an acolyte before it could raise its shredder. We need to go, get up! Shia Khan exclaimed, and began stitching Sloane's gushing wounds and mending bones where she could. All around them, the hive fired wildly into the sea. The soul fire pops of their deaths, spurring tiny, muted explosions as it reacted with liquid methane. Before Khan could get Sloane to her feet, the serpent slammed down in front of them, belly first and shielded them from retaliatory hive salvos. Shyakon darted in front of Sloane, razors ready against this giant beast, but the serpent simply looked at the titan, its massive eyes spanning more than three of her, shoulder to shoulder. Once more, Sloane heard the promise in her mind, bond, live. And so, they struck an accord.
1: Okay, that was really good reading, Alimus. I'm really impressed. Thank you. Yeah. Um, okay. So, to recap, this was day 402. So long.
0: Right in the middle of Season of the Lost.
1: Right. Um, also, you wear my banner, Zivu Arath, Hive God of War. So, I'm assuming you wear my banner because she's now partially taken with, like, the corruption. So, she's wearing her banner.
0: I was thinking either that or Mm -hmm. she's going around being a menace and, like...
1: And killing stuff. Yeah. And doing war stuff. Exactly. Doing war things.
0: That's that's exactly it.
1: Or she's, like, wearing armor. So, that's, like, wearing war stuff, too. So... Here is this Taken Knight, and the Hive are all standing around him, and Zivu's like, you took without claim, and now I claim you. And I think that's because she became corrupted with the Taken Blight? Question mark? Or is it because she did murders, and now Zivu's gonna claim her?
0: I'm not sure which... But, I don't know,
1: but either could be real. Yeah. It's one of the two. I was assuming that you took without claim, like capital T took. And now I claim you.
0: I could see that.
1: Because in the last two, like she became taken tendrils. Like take her. I don't know. Because it said warrior of the sky. You're known to me. I accept your challenge. Like to... Uh, Entries ago. You know. Um, But. This terrifying. Needles of intent. Thing. Freaks me out. Yeah. But. This is the same thing. This all comes back to Imolent part two. All comes back to that again. Again. We're doing that again. Same shit happened there. As happens here. So. Um, she's getting caught in the same shit that Osiris got caught in and then like you're trying to bait the ghost out so she can eat the ghost because she wants the ghost.
0: And especially with the fact that, that would end up giving S- Sloane her final life.
1: Yeah. Because that's how um, they got Osiris to give um, because they got um, Sagira to die that way by giving her light up and Sloan would die that way because the ghost would die that way. Yep. But she says like your bear needs you ghost to be brave. Like she's trying to like bait her ghost out of there by holding her by like holding Sloan down with these creepy needles of intent, peeling her armor out of her bones Because this armor is, like, in her bones. I don't like this.
0: I don't either.
1: But the ghost, like, comes out of there. She's whirling through a swarm of thrall with her blades. Her tiny-ass little blades. And then she almost gets taken. This morsel is mine to consume. And then um, she almost gets impaled and ended. But instead the Asa comes in and like causes complete cacophony through the entire thing. And Sloan collapses. uh, Shea Khan comes in, like pulls uh, Sloan up and they bond Sloan and Asa do at the end. Question mark.
0: That's how I'm taking it. Um, Especially with the whole fact that, you know, it's bond, live. And so they struck an accord. Like, that very much says, oh, hey, you're thinking to me in, in like, two words. So I'm just going to agree.
1: Kind of wild.
0: Especially when you stop and consider that, like, Sloane is accepting this. Yeah. But she's only heard, like, two words come from this this long worm-like creature. Mhm. And mm-hmm. over the course of, you know, a year and a half. Right. Two words. Yeah, that's that's not enough. No. But because of because of Sloane doing that, it makes me think that things were much more dire than what we see in the actual book itself.
1: Yeah. It's kind of wild that the book, it's actually like very descriptive of what happens, but the entire like last three paragraphs are just like a mess of action. And Mm -hmm. so it's really hard to kind of piece together what happens, at least for me, because it's just like a wall of text. Same. But I do like how uh, Shea Khan in the very end thinks she's going to just like defend Sloan against Asa with her tiny ass little blades. And I'm like, you're so cute.
2: right?
1: (laughs) Please continue to be this way. Just be this way for always, for always and always (laughs) like, please. Uh, It's great. It's super great. I love it, but it's pretty great. So yeah, I don't know. Um it, it's a long journey. It take it's hard for me to believe it took 400 and something days for them to bond and they hadn't seen or spent any time together until they bonded. Yeah. It's like they were vaguely aware and then suddenly bonding. Does that make sense?
0: It does. So, uh final thoughts on this?
1: Um, it is very good. I agree. I really liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, I think this really adds to the whole season because the season was kind of like meh. But I think this lore is very good and really adds to it because without this lore, it would be very. Bleh. But with this lore, it's very. Amazing. And I think you almost have to have uh, Shayakon's scuba shell with this lore to make it better. Because I think that's the first time that uh, Asa speaks to her. Yes. After they're bonded. Because I think that comes right after this one.
0: You might be right.
1: Because I think... Looking at it, I think it's like, I don't know why you helped us, but yeah, I don't know why you helped us. You seem nice. I hope you stay that way. If you're using her, if you turn coat, I'll get you. It's what Shayakon says, (laughs) which makes way more sense after reading the last entry. (laughs) Jeez. I have to preface this with saying we recorded the scuba shell as a little lore before we recorded this episode. So it makes way more sense now after we read this entry, but we had not read this entry before we read the sleeve show, so we did everything backwards like we usually do.
0: Yeah, I was about to say like that's that's typical ah. Guardians of Lore fashion.
1: Uh typical us doing everything backwards but it makes so much more sense. So the little lore for that for the scuba shell like definitely read the scuba shell like on your own. That makes so much more sense after reading all of this. Yeah. That actually like goes with this. But I think this is really good and I really like it and it really adds to the story because Sloan's story is super tragic. Oh yeah. And it Also goes with, like, Shaira's story. Which, at the same time, we should have done, like, what was Shaira's fire team doing at the same time? Yeah. Because what were they doing? Was she in jail at that point? Well, I... (laughs) First day when the planets disappeared? Because I remember... They, during the first lore, they watched, like, the planet... They watched the Traveler come back together. Together. And then um Aisha just, like, walks off on her own. And, like, Shire just, like, walks off on her own. Like, everyone just fucks off. Yeah. No one's talking to anyone anymore. I think she was done killing people at that point. I don't know. Or she wasn't yet. Because they hadn't. Because... Oh, it's so hard to think. Yeah. I can't even like think of when stuff happened, but she was profoundly affected by Sloan disappearing. This is what Sloan was doing while she was mourning the loss of Sloan. And it's just like something to consider. It is. Kind of sad. It is. She comes back. Hey, Shire, what were you doing while I was gone? Murdering a bunch of people. And then I was in prison. I had like a big emotional breakdown. Reed died. Another big emotional breakdown. I think a cult hired me. Having a great time. You know, normal stuff.
0: Business as usual.
1: Business as usual. Oh, my God. No, please (laughs) stop. Anyway, did you like it? I did. Tell me why you liked it.
0: So yeah, this is this is armor and it, like it's a cohesive story. Yeah, there are time gaps. There are, are you know, jumps in in time. But like for the most part, it's a cohesive story. And it paints how Sloane got into the exact position we found her in. Maybe not location-wise, but the Taken infection, uh, her connection with Asa, all of that. So I I like it. Yeah. This is very much like the prequel to the season.
1: I would agree with you. It's definitely like the prequel to the season. Yeah. And I do like that it's a, a cohesive story, that you're right.
0: It's not like some of the, the lore books where like, Each season or each week is a brand new story being told by for another one or two characters during the season.
1: Or each armor piece is a separate story. Yeah, it's I mean, I like that sometimes, but it's really nice that this is one story and they're pretty long and they tell a really nice story. It's really good.
0: My God, are they long?
1: They're very long. (laughs) It's a (laughs) little too long. Uh, Anyway, do you have any shout outs?
0: Yes. Shout out to my girlfriend and her husband. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow is their tomorrow as of recording. So like June 29th, uh, that's their their anniversary. So they'll be celebrating that today. Because we're actually finishing this recording at, like, 30 in the morning. What about you? Oh, my
1: goodness. Uh, shout out to everyone who watches, who does watch-alongs with us for F1 in our server. They are a lot of fun, and I look forward to them every week. We have a race, because it makes me really happy, so... Thank you for doing that. That's it.
0: I jump into those every now and then.
1: Uh Uh-huh. They're a good time. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we get to do watch-alongs. They are a good time. (laughs) So thank you. I definitely look forward to them when we have races. So yay. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That's about it. So I have a couple of special things for people the audio for this episode was produced by Rindle Zebus. You can find him on Twitter at Rindle Zebus. The artwork and music in this episode is copyright of Bungie. We're able to use it under their fair use policy because they love their content creators. Also, shout out to the person who usually does our artwork if there's actually artwork for a lore book, which is Volshock Berserker or at Volshock on Twitter. He just did new headers and art for our server in lore So you should come check them out because they're really nice. So thank you, Volshock. I really appreciate it. They're
0: so vexy. And again,
1: they're so vexy. They're so good. They're like Vex LoFi um art and they're really great. So Um, he also did our logo for our podcast and he's done all the lore books that you see on Ishtar he's done all of those so
0: they're Vexy and we know it
1: (laughs) (laughs) clap your hands so if you have seen his art all over the place um, go look at his art he did a bunch of Halo nameplates Uh, those are on Twitter as well so check out Volshock's stuff it's at VolshockB on Twitter He is a friend of ours and is very great. Um, And if you'd like to dive into the Destiny lore on your own or see Volshock's art, visit ischar-collective.net. They are the resource that we use to make our show notes. Thank you, Baxter.
0: Thank you, Baxter.
1: Mm -hmm. I have some reminders for you. You can find us on Twitter at Guardians underscore Lore. You can find me at hey it's Orchid. You can find Elemist at I underscore am underscore Elemist. You can send us an email at Guardians underscore Lore at Outlook.com. You can leave us a review wherever you can leave reviews. You can join our Discord at Discord.gg slash LoreHub, where there's a link in the description below. You can find us on Instagram at Guardians of Lore. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can visit Ko-Fi.com slash guardians underscore lore. Every little bit helps and we really do appreciate it. Thank you. And that's about it. Say goodbye, Elemist.
0: Goodbye, Elemist. (laughs) Otters. Can be crafty.
1: They can be! Better watch out, they'll get ya. (laughs) Good night. Take care. Bye.